This is Sound and Vision on KXP. I'm Rachel Stevens. When you're a writer putting together a story that's based on an interview, the tip is that the part that you keep telling your friends is the best part. And honestly, I keep telling my friends about this conversation I had with Lise Cadence here at the station. So I'm putting it to the Sound and Vision podcast so I can send it to everyone I know. Lace Kings is a DJ and producer in Seattle who is part of the group The Flavor Blue with Hollis. He's also the host of KXP's Overnight Afrobeats. Your life in the mix with Lex Cadence Overnight Afrobeat. Burna Boy's latest album, Love Domini, came out earlier this summer, and KXP has been spinning it nonstop. I got to talk with Lace about this album and about the influence of African music in his life. I went a lot of my life not knowing I was African. Well, I always, I always felt it, but. Interesting. <clears throat> I DNA tested my pops when mm-hmm. I was like 25 mm-hmm. and just found out he was like fully Senegalese and he, he never knew this either. Wow. So you never like... No. You're just like, I have a feeling. Ironically, my mom is very like into African culture and she grew up uh, like a big chunk of her life. She was grew up in Africa. Mm-hmm. My grandfather's a geographer. So he taught at the University of Kenya and took his family when they were like small. Oh. So they grew up in East Africa for a big chunk of time. And then when I was 10, my mom took me to Kenya and Tanzania just to be like, you should just see Africa. Mm-hmm. So since a young age, I was always like, I feel very connected to, and I'm black. Yeah. So <laughs> Is your mom not black? <laughs> yeah, no, my mom's white. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that makes more sense of like why yeah. it would be, we- not weird, but why you would point out that she was very connected to that. I, I thank her yeah. a lot for that because yeah. I feel like she knew it was it would be important for me later in life just to be have knowledge of those things and yeah. it's part of who I am so sweet she didn't know that at the time but still like she just was like you're a half black person you should yeah. experience Africa what experiences in Africa uh, really resonated with you the, there's the traditional music in Africa is like very serious and it's like they, they, they it's a lot of ancestral vibes in the music mm-hmm. so when you're there and you can like be part of it it definitely is like you can pull a lot from it. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I really look forward to when I go there is just knowing I'm going to be around like traditional music. And in Senegal, it's called Mbalak, which is like very drum-orientated, very crazy rhythms and like vocals. It's it's a dope genre, but no one knows about it really. It's like a West African Senegalese genre. I go to Sweden a lot to visit family, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of uh, African immigrants in Sweden that mm-hmm. have like started families there, have mixed babies running around, a lot of mixed babies in Sweden. <laughs> um, and I would go out, and I'd be expecting to hear like club music, but it would be like all African music because oh, the cool. DJs are African. <clears throat> and I, so I'd be like, "What? I, what is this? It's really cool. This that is, is really tw- cool. 2006, 2007. So that's like when I first started to be like, at what the is this? Exactly. Yeah. That's what they call it. Um, 
so that kind of sparked my interest in the genre. And then as I kept going, I started meeting some of the DJs and being like, man, I, I should bring this. No one's doing this in Seattle, which is not true. But I just didn't know about it. Yeah, that's um, usually how it goes. But there right? are cats that have been putting in work in Seattle like way before I have that deserve the credit for like being the godfathers here. You know what I mean? But I feel like I'm just kind of on a platform that people see me. So mm. they think I'm like, but I don't like the. I don't like to be the one to take credit for like bringing the Afrobeat to Seattle because I didn't. So you found out about Burner Boy in Sweden probably? Yeah. That's the first time I heard him. I know that for sure. Yeah. That's when I was traveling. Yeah. It's interesting. Like I uh, I am a fan of Burner Boy and so I was like, oh sweet, I want to talk to somebody at KXP. I'm going to look up on Kexplorer. Do you ever go on that? I've seen it a couple yeah, times. Yeah, Kexplorer.com. <laughs> um, you can like search who's played this artist the most. And like you've only been on air for two years and <laughs> Burner Boy is like a big artist. You have played him Far and away, like hundreds of times more than yeah. any other DJ with your one show a week. It makes sense, but at the same time, I'd like to see him get more plays. Exactly. Yeah. So what, I mean, why do you want to see him get more plays? Because he deserves it. Burna Boy, man, he's got a crazy story because I, from, you know, learning about him quite some time ago, like he just was like an, an artist. Like he'd been out, he had songs out, but he wasn't like huge. Mm-hmm. So I just really attest to his work ethic and like him never giving up on himself because I've seen him like do it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that that's kind of what I mean by he deserves it. Not mm-hmm. the, musically, like a lot of people deserve to be bigger than they are, but they don't put the work in. Yeah. So I've seen him do, I've just seen him hustle and stay true to what he does. And it's, he's like one of the biggest artists in music right now. And so what do you think of his new album? Uh, Love Domini, right? Yeah. This album to me is so good. Yay. I love I... this album. I think so too. This is his sixth studio <laughs> album, like his sixth. Yeah, exactly. Like, and so it's not his first rodeo. No, not yeah. his first rodeo. And can you see the release date of his first album? Ooh, I just had it up. Let me see. I'm um, curious when that was. 2013. See, that tells you that was almost 10 years ago. Yeah, this did not happen overnight for him. You and know? you can hear it in these songs. This album really does. Like, I feel like you can. That's exactly it. You can see. You can. You can feel it in the music. Yeah, he's very comfortable where he's at, and he knows. <clears throat> he needs to be tapped in with his people. It's a genuine vibe on this album of like cultural African music. That's so interesting. And Mixed the more with that, pop music. Yes, the more that you were talking about just like traditional African music, I was like, yes, because this is not... A bright, happy album. No, not at all. No. There's a couple songs on there that are like that, but he keeps it pretty honest about what he's, his journey up to this point. Lately I've been f***ed up, been having a hard time, like back when my dog died. Felt my heart split apart like apartheid, I could have survived. Dog life full of carbide. Hold it down, I'm a sentence by the crown. On the Low was one of his biggest songs. Mm-hmm. I think it was like two or maybe three albums ago. But that's the song that really put him on the map, and it was just such a simple, like, good song. I can play that song anywhere to this day, and it's, it's guaranteed people like that song. It's old, doesn't matter. Love it. Um, but when I heard this one... Uh, Jagele is really like similar to that. 
This is a feel-good song to me for sure. I like that tune a lot. Yeah. Were yeah. there any other songs that really like hit you on this one? I feel like Last Last is a good example because that song's been out for a minute, but it's just it's like kind of gained a new life. If yeah. that makes sense. We don't cast last last. Now everybody go to breakfast. If you play that in the club, it'll like shut the club down. And when you hear that song, it does not sound like that type of song, right? Cut the music off and it'll just people will sing it full-heartedly oh, like I it. love that. The chorus. You know what kind of makes me tear up is Wild Dreams. That's a serious song. Woke up covered in sweat from having these wild dreams Where I'm from bright lights they tend to be hard to see Oh, I pray for strength, please let it wash off for me. I can't help myself from having these world dreams. He's giving you like a pretty genuine insight to like the journey. Yeah. And how it's not really all like roses all the time. All of my blessings from God still don't know what disease me. Ooh, I, so much than I remember seeing interviews with him 10 years ago and yeah. him being like confident, like, I'm going to, one day you'll see. And like, he did it. That's awesome. You he know? did it. So yeah. that's cool. Like, he means that. He had grandioso dreams and he believed in them and then he did it. Yeah. Okay. There are a lot of collaborators on here. Mm. Who's your favorite collaboration on here? And then we have to talk about Ed Sheeran, no matter what your favorite that's, one is. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I mean, we have to. Um, I, I'm, I'm a big advocate for, for like old school artists that haven't, not, not that he hasn't got on, but like that just deserve a nod from like younger artists that are really big. Yeah. And I love Island artists. So when I saw he put Popkin on the record, I was like, Popkin deserves this too. Why everybody you know say me love you bad? Pop can definitely pave the way for Afrobeats being like a dancehall artist because they're very similar. So I thought that was really cool that he did that. Ed Sheeran is on this. I think we found out about this collaboration from an Ed Sheeran At the same concert. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were texting each other being like, what is this? I want to be in your life until the night is over. I want to hold you so tight, so tight, coming closer. So Ed Sheeran had this concert, and then he had Burna Boy on, and they like debuted this song. Quite adorably. Quite adorably, and I think that's what I don't like about Ed Sheeran is like he's trying to be too adorable, and I'm like I can't do it. Uh, yeah. um, but I have to admit to you here that the Please more do. I listen to it, the more I like it. That's what I was going to say too. Really? Well, I gave the song a chance. I listened to it fast. I said, this is not a bad song. It's not a bad song. And I did more digging mm-hmm. into like how this stuff is unfolding. You know what I mean? Oh, I want to hear. And it's basically like him and Burna Boy are like best friends. Shut up. Like Burna Boy will ride for Ed Sheeran. Like he well, loves him. And I think it's because Ed Sheeran is so huge and he has actually opened up his platform for artists like this. And it's actually like a big deal for Afrobeat. Hold you for me. 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 Hold you for me
hold you for my I just thought that was tight. I think that's awesome. I he's think that's great. He's a huge great. artist, and it, you know the fact that he's like, let me put some African people on, or let me do songs with some like that's just he doesn't have to. He doesn't need to, and he doesn't have to. So, but they're I, buddies. I look at the they have the full the glass is half full on this. Not- you are really keeping me in check in the last few weeks, being like. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, things are okay. Yeah, well, because yeah. you know, I texted you. I was like, "What is this Ed Sheeran shit? Yeah. We don't need this." Part of my language, you I'll can it edit out. that one out. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, "Why am I hating on this guy?" Like, let me let me do a little research and see why people like Burner Boy and like huge artists in the industry are like all saying they love Ed Sheeran, yeah. and it's because he's looking out. Like, because he's so amazing. Turns and out he's, he's pretty like cool adorable. Dude. Yeah. yeah, like I got nothing bad to say about the guy. It's just sometimes when you see white artists trying to hop on the, the Afrobeat train, it's just like. This is ours. Like we don't we don't need this. Yeah. But at the same time, that's like not. I don't feel like that's a productive outlook because then it's just going to be like, there's going to be no progress. Hmm. Like Africans have been listening to this. We need to like it needs to open up. Where do you think that this is taking Burner Boy next? That's a good question, though, because I feel like Burner Boy is like peaking. Oh, oh, only one way to go. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's not a bad thing, but I'm like. When you when you're doing Madison Square Garden and like selling out shows and stuff like that's like the peak. Yeah. So like I just hope he can maintain it for a while, but he'll have to like let someone else get to that. That's how it always works. It's like Wizkid was there, now Burner Boy's there, mm-hmm. and like, there'll be someone else there soon. Yeah. What do you think this album, if anything, means for Afrobeats? A lot. Mm, it was why? number. It was the highest charting record. It just did a lot of things that no Afrobeat album has done yet. So he was like really close to going number one in mm. uh, on the charts, which mm-hmm. is no Afrobeat artist has ever done that. He got number two, which was still dope. Um, but it's just opened a lot of doors. I feel like the Ed Sheeran stuff, Madison Square Garden shows, just like how big he's getting. It's like it's just helping the genre. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Well, thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's a pleasure, Rachel. So hopefully it's not the last time. I'll see you again Won't soon, be. hopefully. Won't be. Bow-bow. Bye. Overnight Afrobeats is on every Saturday early morning or Friday late at night, however you look at it, 1 to 3 a.m. And it's always on the streaming archive. Burner Boy's album, Love, Damini, is out now everywhere. That was the Sound and Vision podcast. I'm Rachel Stevens. Hey, if you like what you hear, please rate and review us. Well, not not us. Like, don't. You can't review me personally. I can't take it right now. But the podcast, rate the podcast. Thanks.